Okay, let's look at some scriptures here uh, for just a few minutes. Uh, looking at Jesus will heal you now. I mean, I know some people have a hard time with that, but I immediately think of when I hear people say that uh, they have a hard time with Jesus healing them. It's because they don't spend any time reading their Bible. And I like to say their Bible because when you read your Bible, praise the Lord, it's written to you. Well, let's just... Um, Hey, oh my goodness, I, I'm, I'm like, where do I want to even start here? Because this is so fantastic. Let's just say it was me, okay? And when I'm talking about me, we're just going to say it's just you and me. Just say there's just two people listening to this. I'm talking, you're listening, and we're trying to find out from the Bible whether or not uh, Jesus will heal us. And will he do it now? Okay, well, let's just take a look. Let's go to uh, Matthew first, and let's go to Matthew chapter, uh, let's go to chapter 9 here. In Matthew chapter 9, there's a, I just love this because, oh, there's somebody sick. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, I'm laughing because the gospel is full of sick people. It's amazing. And Jesus healed them all. You're not going to find one sick person in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, nor the book of Acts, where they left them sick. Now, that should tell you something. Now, I know you're thinking, well, there's people around me that are sick. Well, yes, there's people around you that are sick. There's also people around you that don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I mean, and oh, uh, uh, so, I mean, you have no idea what people around you are doing. But I, this is about you and me. You and I are just talking about the scriptures here and looking for ourselves. So, um, again, let's go here to Matthew chapter 9. And notice it says, he entered into a ship and passed over and came to his own city. And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy. That just means he was paralyzed, okay? Something was up because they brought him. Otherwise, he could have walked by himself. Notice it says, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, or said unto this guy, Son, be of good cheer. In other words, hey, be happy. Your sins are forgiven thee. Now, think about that right now. And this is in your Bible. And it would be a tragedy for you and I to read this story and to think, well, it's different for you and me. Because, you know, many times we think that when we're not feeling good, our stomachs hurt. Maybe we have a stomach virus and we're, you know, we're throwing up and, and we're just, you know how that is. I mean, no sense in going to the doctor because, you know, you just got to work this thing out. But nonetheless, you don't like it. It hurts you. Uh, oh, you don't not, you don't, I don't like throwing up and I don't think anybody does. But anyway, you know the feeling, and you're just sitting there going, Oh, God, oh, God, help me, help me, help me. Well, it's nice to know that he will. I mean, do you think God gets a thrill out of seeing you being sick at your stomach? I mean, no more than your mother did when you were a child or your dad. I mean, man, I saw compassion in my parents. They knew what I was going through. But for some reason, we think God doesn't. We think God put it on us. He didn't put it on us. This is ridiculous. So when you are sick at your stomach, or we'll just say when you got you know, a bump on your arm, your skin or something and it gets you scared or you can't quite get a deep breath sometimes or whatever it is that's hurting you. The first thing sometimes we think about is, you know, I don't know, I've not been that good of a person, you know, and, and God knows I've made mistakes and whatever. Well, okay, he knows you've made mistakes. Great. But listen what this fella did. He was paralyzed. That meant he was never going to walk again. And guess what Jesus said? First thing he told him, he said, well, be happy. Well, yeah, I'd like to be happy, but Jesus, you just don't understand. I have, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not as good as you are, and I probably don't deserve to be healed. Matter of fact, I don't deserve to be healed. You know, Jesus stopped every bit of that by saying, he said, your sins 
are forgiven thee. You know, some people today, we think, well, that's just it. All you can get is forgiveness of sins. That is so ridiculous. I mean, I mean, I thank God we can be forgiven. But guess what? That is not all. You are still hurting. People still need you. And when you're not feeling good, you are a drain to everybody. And everybody's going to help you. No problem there. Our friends and family have compassion, whatever. But it's better to be well. There's no benefit in being sick. You can see that in the scriptures, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and even all through the Old Testament. You can find out, praise the Lord, God wants you well. He does. Anyway, so watch what Jesus does here. He says, your sins are forgiven, and it would do us good to recognize. Now, and I, I'm, I'm not going to pass this either. He said, thy sins. He didn't say, your special sin. Now, you got a bunch of other ones I ain't too happy about, but that special sin, you know, you're okay. I'm going to let that one go. No, he said, your sins are forgiven you. Now, when you think God forgives you your sins, I mean, doesn't that make your faith jump and think, you know what, I think, I think Jesus likes me. <laughs> I, think, I think he might help me. Yes, he'll help you. Because everything else falls under the umbrella that, well, uh, this happened, went wrong in my life because, you know, and, and, and because God's not happy with me. Well, now he's happy with you. So what further need do we have for you to be paralyzed? Why do we need you laying on your back? I mean, what kind of, I mean, I, I, people got all kind of reasons why this is so great that they they can no longer run and walk and do things and whatever. Well, I, I, I'm happy they're dealing with it that way, but I tell you what, I'm going to deal with my situations the way the Bible deals with them. God wants you walking. He gave you legs to walk with. He gave you a back so you could sit up straight. You know. But anyway, let's get back to this. So, he says, your sins are forgiven thee. And then, oh, I'm telling you, the religious people, oh, and you might be a religious person today. You might be upset with that. You might immediately be thinking about yourself. Well, you know, who is this that forgives sins? In other words, you could be telling yourself, well, I don't know if Jesus really does forgive me or not. I mean, I mean, well, your sins are so special that, that uh, the cross of Jesus Christ couldn't take care of your sins. Let me tell you what, we are all toast. We have all made mistakes. And we all do not deserve heaven. I mean, there's no way. But Jesus made a way. Quit making yourself out to be so special that your sins just broke heaven's bank. No, they didn't. The blood of Jesus has cleansed us all. And will take care of your sins of the past and take care of your sins in the future. And if you don't know that, you haven't been reading your Bible. 1 John chapter 2 tells us, if any man sin, we have an advocate, that means a lawyer, with Jesus Christ the righteous, who, who is the propitiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. But see, we condemn ourselves so much, well, Jesus doesn't want to help me, and I did something again the same day, the next day, and the next day, and oh my goodness, and we forgot that Jesus said, till 70 times 7, really was... It was perpetual. It was for, it was forever. I mean, Jesus is not going to say, man, you hit the magic number. We have forgiven you so many times that we're not going to do it anymore. <laughs> no, if that was true, they wouldn't have had the yearly sacrifice uh, where the high priest uh, slain, slayed, uh, slew the, uh, the, the Passover lamb once a year. It'd been like, man, this is getting old. Is everybody still sinning? What's the problem here? Are you kidding? We're all going to make mistakes. But Jesus is going to be there to forgive us. Praise the Lord. Anyway, now back to this. So these people were all bent out of shape that Jesus said, your sins are forgiven you. And they said, this man blasphemeth. <laughs> can, you think, can you imagine that that's blasphemy? It's blasphemy that Jesus forgives you and I. Oh, my goodness. That, 
it it's not blasphemy. I'm tell you what, this this came from the heart of God, and it's not blasphemy, but it's holy. But anyway, this is so great. I'll tell you what, Jesus is our greatest hero. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, he said to them, uh, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? Well, let me put that in some Alabama language. I'm from Alabama here. Uh, he just said, Why are you thinking this way? Why are you thinking such disgusting thoughts? <laughs> and then he says, For whether is it easier to say, Your sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth. Now, where do you and I live today? Well, we live on earth. <laughs> Listen, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13.8 says. And even if we didn't have Hebrews 13.8, we got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and everything he ever did. And we know he never quit doing this. But anyway, he said, uh, uh, what's easier to say, uh, your sins are forgiven or arise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man, talking about Jesus, the Messiah, has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he says to the sick of the palsy, in other words, the guy that was paralyzed, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And uh, he arose and departed to his house. But when the multitude saw it, uh, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto men. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he just got up and walked, didn't he? Well, yeah. I'm telling you. You know, you could do this yourself. You can start in the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and you're going to find healing, 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 over and over and over. Well, while we're here, let's go to uh, the uh, to the 10th chapter. We're, we're right close here, so let's do this again. Matthew this time, and let's go to chapter 10, and uh, look down here at verse 1. It's amazing. I, I wish we had all learned these things in Sunday school. We would have not had so much uh, struggling that we went through wondering whether or not God wants to keep us well or not. Anyway, Matthew chapter 10, and when he had called uh, unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Oh, did I lose you right there? <laughs> I know. It's amazing. It, it is in your Bible. Yes, this was the 12 disciples. Of course, some people say, well, he, he's still trying to just show the world that he's the Messiah. Well, why don't he just tell the the, the planets to line up or something like that? I mean, uh, wh what's all this purpose about healing for? You know why the purpose for healing is that's because where we're hurting. We need help. I do not need the planets to line up. I need to get the dadgum cancer off of somebody. I need to get it off me. i got to stop whatever it is that's trying to ruin my family tree. <laughs> you know, i got to get the pain off my leg. It's hurting. You know, I've been in an accident. I need to recover. Whatever. I, I don't need the planets to line up. I do not need a miracle in the skies. I need a miracle in my body. And Jesus knows exactly where we're at. And he wants to get that pain off of you and I. So anyway, he calls the 12 here and he gave them uh, power over against all uh, sickness and all manner of disease. And it says, now the names of the 12 apostles are these. And of course, he names them. See, it's interesting why there's names right there. That's because this really happened. These were real people, and uh, they were real sick people, and they were really did recover. <laughs> and you're going to recover too. But anyway, uh, notice what he says. We skip down a little bit all the way down to verse 5. Those 12 Jesus sent forth, and he commanded them, saying, Now what did he tell them to do? Go not into the way of the Gentiles, or into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not, but rather go unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Now, wait a minute. Why do we all of a sudden 
jump to healing. I mean, after all, don't we need to have character built in our life, you know? And I mean, it's not all about healing, is it? Uh, I mean, we, we've got to have... Uh, uh, we got to have some pain to get us get us through the day. I mean, to make us learn to be better people. No, you don't need pain. You need Jesus to get this pain off of you. Jesus said, "Go preach the gospel," and then He said, "Heal the sick." Now, where's the picking and choosing of which ones you're supposed to heal or not? Well, there's no picking and choosing. You pick them all. If anybody will listen to you, Jesus will heal them. Praise the Lord. So what He said: Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers. Cast, uh, uh, yeah, cast out devils freely. You have received, uh oh, freely give. So in other words, it's not like God's schizophrenic or something. You know, He wants me to preach to other people about healing and help them, but then I got to stay sick. That's the dumbest thing in the world. That would just be ridiculous, wouldn't it? You know, Jesus will heal everybody else, but He won't heal me. Well, see, that's where our unbelief is today. We're like, you know, well, everybody else can get healed, but I don't know about me. No, freely received, freely give. See, what's going to happen is when you get healed, you're not going to be able to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you're going to go tell somebody. <laughs> and that's what Jesus wants you to do. It's just that simple. Hey, do yourself a favor. Do me a favor, too. Take time to read your Bible. Find out these things are so. Let me give you a great verse to start with. Psalm 103. It's called benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. And forget not all his benefits. Now, quit thinking what everybody else thinks. You think about what you think when you read this before the Lord. He says, who forgives all my iniquities and heals all my diseases. Well, get started. Start getting forgiven and start getting healed. Have a great day.